0: to go to religious territory in this episode. I call this the Down South Religion Cast. Uh, You know, I have two guests on my show today named Bobby and Gary, and uh, we talk religion a little bit, and we go over maybe some of the things that it's not really talked about in religion a lot. Well, maybe they are, but not in the way that we framed it here and I'm really happy how this podcast came out both of those guys what they've contributed to the word is amazing so I'm really happy that I got to do this with them and uh, of course I tell another joke here in a minute I mean it could be anything he could beat man putting his hand down his pants. Oh wait, I do do that. That's what exactly what I do here a minute. But anyway, after the little talk there about religion stuff, uh, just to keep it on the same nerve, uh, on my personal take, I'm gonna go over what the number nine means in nature and to man and to symbolism. So that that's a good thing that's a good little talk uh, I did a lot of research on uh, the O number knowing there and, uh, well it's pretty amazing whenever you look at it all so i lay that out for you uh, and of course we go on to Sean's live and local sessions and uh, I actually cover one of Gary's gospel songs called Damnation and love that song I've always loved it that's why I wanted to cover it and I think it has a great message and it kind of sums up the world I guess but um then uh after that I've decided for the nine the whole number nine thing my personal take I'm writing a song I'm in the process of writing it now of uh and it's just Tuesday, <laughs> so no, no worries. That by next Monday, we're gonna have a whole song that's nine minutes long, and it's all constructed out of everything I've learned about the number nine. And I call it the three plus six song. <laughs> that's gonna be the name of it, I guess. And I uh, haven't quite decided what else to put out. I'm going to put out probably three or four more songs there on this podcast. It'd be interesting what I choose. I might put some covers or something on there. All right. And then, of course, we'll go on to conclusions. But real quick, why men want to put their hand down their pants? I know. Sean's going sexual again. Well, there's a lot of sexual shit that people do. That we're just gonna to have to put in the early episodes here just to get them out of the way. I mean, we never know. You never know what I'll bring up next. It might be super serial or super ha ha funny. But without father ado, here's you some more ha ha funny. you ever think about the evolution of things? Let's take the razor, for instance. When the razor first came out, well, it was just a piece of raw ore. Then they polished that shit up, sharpened it, put a nice little hand on it. Then you can cut a bitch with it, you know? Then it went single blade. You could wash it out in the sink, reuse it, triple blade. Then we made it to where it could come on your face and put a motor on it. And now you can just have razors sent to your house. You just pay a dollar, dollar shave club and stuff. I mean, it's that simple. Well, I've been seeing uh, on Facebook an ad here lately for uh, what they call manscaping. In other words, uh, a kit for shaving your dick and balls. Yeah, that's kind of what's going on there. But um, something I immediately thought of is like, who are all these dudes shaving their balls? I mean, where are real bushmen out there? You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Know. But, you know, I think about all this. And I'm, like, I'm like, wait a minute. They're probably selling that fucking kit like hotcakes. That means men have evolved their ideals about their... Oh, my God. There's no wild, hairy men left. What do you think about that, ladies? What if some lady out there, guys? What if some lady, she's been waiting to get with you or whatever, you know? You're just sitting there. All of a sudden you pull down your pants and take off your box of briefs because you know that's what everybody else does <laughs> but you take it off there and she's just disappointed beyond belief. You have trimmed it up so well and neat that she is not interested. And she looks at you and goes, Where's the wild haired crazy 80 70 porn that I watched that I'm supposed Oh I want that penis, buddy. Then she kicks you out, all because you trimmed your shit. But you know, I can't be too hateful on that or whatever, because let's let's face it here. If you really get back to the deep part of this, you know, about shaving your balls with that thing they sell in, like hot cakes. Think of it in this way. By them selling that kit or anything to do with your dick and balls, you can actually say that your dick and balls are creating jobs. Isn't that wonderful? I want to start a new foundation. The dick and job for balls, y'all. Oh. You ever find a guy just doing that long, drawn-out hand hand down his pants, kind of extended stay thing, say longer than like five minutes? I mean, it's a really invested guy, the one I'm talking here. Just hand-planted on the lawn, but not fully engaged with the lawnmower, bag sack, you know? He kind of hovers there with his hand. You know really want to think about it, it's like a pet that's always local, it's not going nowhere, you always got that bush pet you got a local pet you don't even need Scruffy next to you you know, it's like we unconsciously need constant care and attention around that area you know, think about this what if in between all of you know, sex, jerking off or whatever what if, in between all of this, it's still not enough for man's penis and balls? <laughs> what if we unconsciously always have to make John Henry happy? You know, i caught myself just sitting there and been like, yeah, I'm pretty lonely today. Let's just plant this hand right here. You know, you're just. Watch an animal planet or whatever you do. And just petting your, petting your little bush there. I don't know about your day, but you know. You know. If uh these little things on Facebook there and stuff take off them ads. It, I see them all the time. Like manscaping your balls ad. And there's some nice pretty looking girl there next to that tremor <laughs> uh well <laughs> that's enough of this shit on to the next section here
1: All right.
0: this week's guest is Bobby and Gary Hicks they're two very religious Christian people and I really admire every time I deal with them and known them over the years uh, they're the type of people who give their shirt off their back to, to somebody that's less fortunate and not even a question asked any of it and they just help you because they're real good people and I couldn't think of any better guests to have than uh, those two guys especially the Moment arise where I could finally get them recorded. They're from Manchester, and they're also on the radio, the local radio station down there. Uh, I think it's well. I don't want to say it. I'm not for sure, so I'll put that in the conclusion there. You can check them out on every Sunday. They do a radio show, uh, uh, you know, pretty much a service over the air there. So if you're into that, you can always catch them. I'll give that out later here um <clears throat> but we kind of go over religion and uh what it means to the individual and to us collectively as a whole and uh I think what they brought up and what I asked as far as the questions really led to a really really good uh 17 minutes of religious information here so I'm really happy about how it went and I hope you enjoy it. Here you go. I'm here with Bobby and Gary Hicks. and uh, We're going to be talking about religion a little bit. And I'm going to ask them questions and I'm going to let them talk. Uh, all right, Gary, my first question is for either one of y'all. What can we better do to facilitate man to get to God?
2: a little bit better than we have teach the truth man teach the truth be uh, a witness be a witness be a witness to
3: everybody saved by God uplift his name everywhere you go man encourage people that God is number one man that can help them do anything through any situation, through any matter, through any storm that that may be going through
2: in their life, that's what I think too. Like I said, teach the truth. Always. Uh, a, a lot of a lot of people call themselves teachers and preachers and things, but they don't teach the truth. I see a lot of that too. I wish. What
0: I wish is whenever. Whenever somebody's at their worst, when they're at their absolute rock bottom, like, I, is that the time to really get in there and help them, or is it really kind of before that? Like, you have to, you have to get them before they get to that really dark spot,
3: yeah. Well, I look at it. If you see them struggling, you know, and they're looking for help, or you see signs that they might be needing help, you know, encourage them to talk to God you know talk to Jesus that he can help them through their situation that they may be going through you know no matter if it's financial no matter if it's a relationship no matter you know what it is maybe it's sickness you know maybe it's just loneliness God can help them through anything no matter what their situation is that's how we encourage
0: yeah be proactive
3: on our fellow humans oh yeah
0: you know like I, I, I have this one kid I work with. He don't know a lot, you know. He doesn't know hardly anything. But he's probably the best natured kid I've ever met in my life. And he has every reason not to be. And he kind of looked at everybody the other day and he kind of said, I just try to do the right thing and be right. You know, And that's all he understands. All he wants is a pat on the back every now and then, say he's doing a good job, he lives his life. And sometimes I wonder why more people could not have that kind of attitude toward other human beings because maybe they got too much crap on their mind.
3: Well, most times you hear people saying they're trying to live a good life and do the right thing. They're trying to do a good life and, and do the right thing. They try not to make mistakes. You know, It's hard to find positive people like that and look at you and say, Hey, I'm doing the best I can. I'm living the best I can. I'm trying to do the right thing. Well, they really, maybe you know, they're trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Maybe they're not looking for a pat on the back. Maybe just looking for words of encouragement. Like, keep up the good work, man. You know, keep, uh, you know, do what you're doing good for yourself. You know, if it's
0: yeah, I always, uh, always try to give good comments out as I go through the day, and. Anybody I encounter, I never judge them at face value, right. and like, you know, you'll see somebody with long hair, you know, those stigma, like he's got long hair, it's that he's this, he's that, blah blah blah, he's on drugs or whatever. It's like, I don't think God turns anybody away on any circumstance, you know, and like, I do, I do sometimes sense that some religious people fake the funk when it comes to really, really helping. And I don't see that with you guys at all. You guys help everybody. Everybody's welcome.
3: Right. Well, we don't look at it, that long hair and beard, is that God don't love you or God won't save you because you got long hair or a beard. We look at it, it don't matter what you are. God loves you. It ain't your image that he's either. it's your soul. You know, our image, our body, and all this, it's going back to the dust. Like the Bible says, it ain't going to go to heaven. You know, we're going to be changed. It's about how we live right for ourselves while we're walking around here. And being a good attitude towards people, being good attitudes towards God, you know, just being a light towards the lost, the sin. No matter if they're Christians, still being a good light towards them, too, you know. Even like the sinners out there, just showing them that God is nothing but
2: love. yes. That's what I think too.
0: You know, like if you can get a true sinner, and I mean a bad sinner, if you can get a bad sinner to see God and He changes ways, I believe that's the best thing we can do for for human beings. And sometimes I think people get confused about what their inner soul is, or what their inner God, or what they're ta- who they're talking to. You know. Like like I, I've I've noticed little hints in my head or whatever, uh, you know, things telling me like, Oh, wait a minute, this might not be a good idea or this is a good idea you know what I mean? Like I I listen to the inner me and I don't think a lot of people do that. And I mean I, I can see people where they're just stuck in their little <laughs> little cycle, you know. It's like I don't think those people talk very good to themselves, to their inner being you know and that, that's one thing I see that that if people would do more of if they just really look inside and go deep yeah. down they'll hear him talking
3: yeah people really just <clears throat> get in the word you know and look in yeah, the word yeah, and, right. and in the letter and it would tell them how good Jesus is and what Jesus can do for them and where he can bring them from and how far he can bring them from you know they see the goodness of God then they see the glory of God they know what God has got in store for them you just can't hear it from me or nobody else you can go in the bible and you Read can see it for it. yourself and, and his promises his promises he don't fail his promises and we fail but God won't fail us but we fail him many times but like i said you know if you want to really believe in what God can really do for you and understand it get in the word of God and let him yeah. teach you how good he is and what he can do for you, and then you'll understand more like that.
1: Yeah,
3: you don't have to just share it from people that's experienced it. And I've been in it a long time, and God's done so much for me and so much wonderful things for me. I tell it in church all the time, every Sunday, you know, he's never failed me, he's never let me down, you know. And a lot of people say, Well, you know, I wish he'd move for me in that way. Well, your time will come if you'll just, if you'll just <laughs> yeah. stick in there, you know, and you just hold on to God and hold on to his promises and let his time come around. It's not your time. It's when his time comes. He's the time God at everything. That's the
2: way I tell them right there. Now, what do you think, Gary? Come on, Gary. Well, uh, uh, people uh, get discouraged. Uh, a lot of the church discourages people more than me try to help people yeah. uh, get to where they should be. Uh, you know, like uh, one of my nieces and her little man here, uh, a few nights ago, they went to a church and uh, they come away from that church feeling disgusted and uh, everything about the whole thing because uh, the church didn't handle things in a proper manner. You know, uh, uh, somebody just walking in church, somebody that ain't been there. Uh, Don't understand and things, everything. Uh, don't, don't yeah. have a lot of understanding, Uh-oh. and the church don't try to encourage them to come in in a way of uh, getting closer to Jesus. They just want to get them out of the church because of Make them look uh, they don't want to marry because uh, they not where they <clears throat> should be. Uh, so they want to reject that. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jesus never rejected <clears throat> nobody. That's my whole point. That's and, what I was saying is like, there's no way
0: that Jesus would send turn any sinner away, no No. matter what he did, no matter what he's on, whatever. You know. And I think that's a shame that some people do that. You know, I believe I honestly if I was honest about it, I believe you could have just the Bible itself, not even have the Bible, just the knowledge of the Bible. You could close your eyes and you talk to God and you get right right there by yourself. If if you do it correctly. Most people uh, need guidance, but, you yeah.
3: <laughs> Well, most people think you got to be in church to get to know God or get saved or, or get help from God. You don't have to be in church. Like you said, you can be sitting at your home. You can be sitting at your car, in your car, or either in somebody else's house, yeah. and God can help you there. He can he can help you in your mind, in your bed, laying in your bed, your head on your pillow. I don't care where you at. God can help you no matter where it's at. You don't have to be in a church. You don't have to go to church to get help or get saved. All he wants you to do is be true to him. Yeah, That's all he wants you to do is be true to him. Because he's true to us. To his sayings, he is true to us. And like a lot of people misunderstand, <clears throat> they'll look at people that's got their hair long and got a beard, and they judge them by their appearance. And the Bible says judge not by their appearance. See, they going to get in the letter when they do people this way, and they hurt them. Yeah. And they run them out church because the the younger Christians ain't real strong like the older people. Is they easy to hurt, <laughs> they easy discouraged. So they'll leave and they'll never go back well, again because they think they're idiots. Yeah.
0: One one thing about the younger <clears throat> youth is they have different
3: traditions than me and you. You know they, they have. don't a, understand a lot.
0: Yeah. They, well, they they come from like you know I wear my hair color, yeah. I I smoke. I smoke pot. Whatever, whatever. they do. you yeah. know. And they have a whole different
3: culture that they grew up with. And I don't think the older generations maybe understand that too good. Well, if they let people alone and let them work out their own soul and salvation and let them face their own judgment and trying to face it for them and let people grow in the Lord, if God wants to change them, they'll change. Yeah. If they feel that it's wrong, God will show them it's wrong. Because he said if you was condemned, you was condemned already. If you ain't condemned, it's no wrong to you. I don't care what nobody says. You've got to feel it's wrong for you to be condemned of it. So people misunderstand. They try to live other people's lives because tradition about the long hair and the beard and the yeah. pot and all of this and that, it makes God's word not a thing. So, yeah. you know, if you feel that it's wrong, it's wrong. But if you feel that it's right, don't worry. Go on and live a good life for God.
2: You know, yeah, that's and, right. That's get in the I word
3: and, and get with people that's been there a while that don't that, that's that's knowledge in the word of God that'll help you, and then yeah. that's the way I've done all the years, that's the way I've been pulled through. Yeah,
2: I'll tell you
0: what, man. Like, uh, I, I used to be a lifelong atheist, right. and there were some definite <laughs> problems with me being an atheist because when I was an atheist, like, I didn't have any belief in like. I never talk to God like I do now. Like, I talk to the inner me. I talk to it. And, like, you know, if that's God, then that's what I'm doing, you know? And I listen very closely nowadays. And, like, used to never even was a thing that I did. Like, I would sit there and go, oh, it ain't real. This is just that. Whatever. It's a science. And, like, until you really touch sometimes, like, you can't feel it. You know? You can't. You can't. It's kind of, well, I guess I'm trying to say is some people shut their soul out. Some yeah.
3: people don't know how to keep their soul going. And I think that's a lot of the problem, too. Well, some people knew, you know, they just push God to the side. And God's dealing with them that day or that night. Yeah, they and push he, him away yeah, that's and right. Because yeah. they don't want They say, well, I'm not ready. Well, when God's ready for you, he's got something in store. Maybe something coming up in your life. That you really need him for, you know, because if he's not at your heart, there is a definite new reason that he's not at your heart. There's something in your life that he wants to do or there's something he's wanting to get you prepared for. So, you know, that might be a good thing for thought for somebody out there, you know, if God's knocking at their heart, you know, don't turn him away. You know, he said today was a day of salvation. You know, harden not your heart. You know, just go around good positive people, you know, right. people that encourage you to hold on, no matter what you look like, no matter what you do in life, God is after your heart. He looks on the heart. He if he looked on our outer appearance, we ain't nothing to him. That's we had right. fifty rides to God. You know, we don't need listen, he don't need us, but we need him. See, God don't yeah. need us, but we really need him to make it. So yeah. you know, just have a positive Good thought towards That's the I out towards way I'm
0: right on the same page. no matter
3: if they come up to you long hair and they say they 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 belong to the lord believe them because no doubt they do you know yeah. it, it ain't because and their her, do you know? their hair ain't gonna knock them out no way their beard yeah. ain't gonna knock them out yeah. their clothes ain't gonna knock them out but their non-belief will
0: not even Samson was totally
1: done <laughs> in you know what I'm saying
3: <laughs> you know if you looked at Samson you know he had power in his hair you know and stuff yeah. and and yeah. People don't look at that, and that's truly in the Bible, and they look like, well, yeah. it didn't mean nothing, but yeah, it meant a lot to him. When he cut, yeah. cut off, he lost his power. Yeah. You know, so this what God's got in store for you, if it's through your hair, if it's through your beard, if it's through your singing, if it's through your clothes, or whatever, you know, if he blesses you like it, and you feel him in your heart, you still go with it because you still got him in your heart no matter what nobody says. That's the right. devil will come to kill and steal and destroy
2: but God come to give us life and give him more abundantly. Yeah, that's
0: right.
2: Well, you know, by the word, <clears throat> by the word, it says, you know, um, those that confess Jesus Christ it, it is saved, uh, that's the only way they can confess it. He is their Lord and Savior. Yeah,
0: by recognizing their own problems, you know, to, uh, dealing with their own thing. That's
2: that's how you come to he God. He is Lord know? and Savior, so they're and that's boys, all He's he interested in. in. Yeah.
0: He's interested in the real you. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. He just He just wants
3: the real us. It's to be real to Him, be true to Him. That's all He wants. And because you can't be He, you know, He knows if you're trying to be any other way because. He's, his wonders and thinking His mind is well beyond our thoughts and mind. Yeah. And stuff. So he can see ahead further than we can. And he can think ahead. And he knows tomorrow before it gets here. So we don't. We can just figure what's going to be. Yeah. You know. But God knows what it's going to be. So. I encourage people not to hurt nobody that's trying to serve God. And no matter if they tell you. You know it. That they love their hair, their beard, or or whatever in their lives going on. That don't mean that they ain't got God. That means you know they're holding on to God, and they're just trying to live their life. You know, yeah, God right. is the one that's going to choose us. To, he's going to accept us in or turn us away anyway. It ain't people that's going to make It's going to let us make it. It's God. Right. When we be judged, He's going to be the one to accept us, or He's going to be the one that turns us away. That's right. that's the way I look at it. Well. That's about all the time I got, guys. But I appreciate all
0: yeah, your, know, your talking time, there. On it. time. I wanted to get some good homegrown. You know. Good to talk about um, Jesus, religion there. Going. Yeah, buddy. And you anytime. guys, I think you two are the perfect ones for this. Yeah, <laughs> anytime, anytime. But thank you, thank you. Yeah. We'll be uh, moving on to the next section here. On today's my personal take I look at the number nine you know something you gotta ask yourself about the number nine and the power of number nine is uh in mathematics was it discovered or invented that's something I think about when I got into just how profound the number nine is you know So, the number 9 is the last number in a base 10 system. Uh, The number 9 shows its properties with us humans in a pretty uh, open kind of way. Now, there's nine observable planets, including Pluto, a dwarf planet. Um, Now, another thing with the for the number nine, and it's amazingness is, with all the other numbers, it's, it's the highest number, so it's zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine, and that's the ten, base system, so, if you add up, one through eight, you get the number thirty-six, So you didn't even need 9 or anything or whatever. You just added up 1 through 8, and you got the number 36. Well, if you need the 9 for the 10-base system, all you got to do is add 3 and 6 together, and there's your 9. So there's that and the mathematics of it in its raw form. Um... Then, you know, there's nine months of human gestation period. Women stay pregnant for nine months. That's how long it takes. Um, You know, 18 times per minute on average is human respiration, which one and eight together makes nine. Um, There's a heartbeat 72 times a minute on average across humans. Seven and two make nine. Um, and just a you know, I know that's, those could be coincidental, right? But may not, maybe not either. <laughs> um, there's 3,320 average heartbeats an hour. When you reduce this down, four plus three plus two is nine. There's a... Uh, 1,080 respirations in an hour. And you add 1 and 8, and that's 9. And what I'm doing there is it's... uh I'm getting the digital root of the answer I'm getting. So, let's say a number 458. You add 4 plus 5 plus 8, which is 17. So... 17 broke down further is 1 plus 7, which would be 8. And that would be considered the digital route. So that's what we're concentrated there on. Um, there's also another way you can, a faster way that you can get to the digital route, which is weird, and I'll get into it in a minute, is, uh, you know, 9 can be hidden or in plain sight. Just keep that in mind as we go along here. Um, and I'm kind of talking about something called vortex-based math. Uh, uh, they call it vortex-based math. It reveals a higher dimensional dimensional symmetry. And there's a neat video I watched, <laughs> which I'll put a link to it down there. I don't know. I've never done links or anything yet, so have any a new one on me. But, uh, you know, this number nine, it's not just (laughs) that it's, oh, it's in those little places I just mentioned, but, like, it's virtually everywhere. You know, there's 25,920 respirations in a 24-hour period that your lungs do on average, across humans. All those numbers, the 25920, all that breaks down to 18, which is, again, nine. Also, the length of a site of a real year. year. Uh, you know, Romans buried their dead on the ninth day of the month. And you can find the number nine also in time and things when you talk about time. Like there's 1,440 minutes in a day adds up to nine. One, one, four, four adds up to nine. Uh, There's 86,400 seconds in a day. You break all that down, then you get 18. And then you break that down, it goes to nine. Digital root. So there's nine in that. There's 10,080 minutes in a week. That adds up to nine. Uh, There's 525,600 minutes in a year. You break all that down it goes to the digital root of nine now. And, uh, the minutes, the seconds, and the days, and the weeks, and the months, and the years, all's, they all reduce down to the number nine. Um, also you can find it in degrees and shapes and things. Uh, here's an example. There's, there's the number nine in degrees of, uh, perfect circle you know like 360 degrees add those numbers together you get nine go ahead and half it to 180 degrees that adds to nine one and eight. Fourth it turn it into 45 degrees four plus five is nine you go even further down to be 22 and a half and that reduces down to nine so there's the degree thing And then you go over to the platonic shapes as well, like a triangle has three sides. It's 60 degrees on each corner, so 60 degrees times 3 is 180. Again, adds to (laughs) 9. Then you take a square, you know, uh, it's 90 degrees on all four corners times 4 is 360 degrees. That adds up to 9. Then you go on down to like the little octagon thing. It's got five sides, five corners. It's 108 degrees times five corners, which is 540, adds up to nine. You go over to like a hexagram, uh, six sides, 120 degrees, adds up to 70, 720 degrees. Add those together, goes to nine. So... You know, not only is it attached with time, degrees, and with humans, nine is attached with goodness and the mother of the world. In India, there are 108 goddesses associated with this one mother of the world goddess. In Roman Catholic uh, Europe, the bells ring 3-3-3, morning, noon, and evening. Then it rings nine times to celebrate the Virgin Birth. So there's nine in that human experience. Then, of course, there's 54 rosemary beads. Those add up to nine. You know, things like that. 72 stones in the pyramid symbol on the back of the dollar bill, the old Masonic symbol. You know, 72 stones that adds up to nine together. Uh, An old, the old measuring. Uh, of a cubit is roughly 18 inches, which, uh, in the Bible, you know, that's how they measured everything you read in the Bible. They use cubits and one cubit is 18 inches, which adds up to nine. Now, paradoxically, you take the number nine plus any other digit returns you to the digit that you started with. For example, 9 plus 2 is 11. Well, you add 11 together, which is 1 plus 1, you get 2, which was the original thing I stated, 9 plus 2. 9 plus 6, you get 15. You add 5 and 1 together, you get 6. You go back to the original number you started with. You can do this for any number. Then 9 is going to take you right back to the thing that you put it with. So, here you go. Nine plus nine is 18. One plus eight is nine. Returns you back to the original constant that you put with nine. So, there's that weird thing with it. You know, nine was referred 49 times in the Bible and conveys the meaning of finality. Nine also represents the fruits of God's and the Holy Spirit's they are. Like, there's nine representations of the fruits of gods of the Holy Spirit, and they are faithfulness, gentleness, godness, joy, kindness, long-suffering, love, peace, and self-control. And that, that's actually in the Bible there. Uh, you know, and the number nine quite literally equals all the digits. And nothing. <laughs> There's a video on vortex math and the flower of life. I'm going to try to put it on my podcast page, but that's pretty neat. And now we come to the one that I think is probably the most interesting and neatest of all, which uh don't fully understand it totally, but I think I understand enough to put it on here for your listening pleasure, so... Here he goes, and that's nine in the Fibonacci sequence. You know, first in the series to have nine is position twelve, and position twelve is a very neat position in the Fibonacci sequence. And here's here's how to kind of what I mean by the Fibonacci sequence. If you add zero and one, you get one. You add 1 and 0, you get 1, then you add 1 and 2, or 1 and 1, I'm sorry, you add 1 and 1 and you'll get 2. Then you add 2 and 3, or 1 and 2, and you get 3. So these are the Fibonacci sequences, and the numbers you come out to all the way to 144, these are the numbers That are the Fibonacci sequence up to the 12th position. And it is as follows. 1, 1, 2, 3, 6, 8, 13, 21, 34, 55, 89, and 144. So that's the Fibonacci sequence. As you can see, the number 9 does not show up until the 12th position of the Fibonacci sequence, which is 144, you add 4, 4, and 1, that's 9, but what's neat about the 144 position is it's the square of its location, so 144 really belongs right where it says it's at, and that marks some kind of placement that, you know, And then somehow nine is found in that place as well. There's 12 frets on a guitar and then you get a new octave. Um, You know, I find that kind of interesting there. That's kind of my take on the number nine. I hope that was enough evidence to at least make you think, well, maybe there's something about, you know, those things in the Bible where it says and. And it's, it's laws or whatever. It's something was uh, the law of nine. There's something to that. And that's, that's neat. So uh, I'll just leave it at that. And if you're further interested in this, I'll have a couple of references down in the thing. If that's available on whatever platform you're listening. Or you can go to my podcast Sean Boy page. So... Sean Boy podcast page on Facebook. And you can find me under Sean Borsch, S H A W N B O R S C H. And now we're going to be moving on to the music section. So I uh, appreciate you listening to my personal tape and your continued listening and your wore out ear probably at this point. So we'll get on to some music. You ain't got to think about words no more. All right. Thank you many. Welcome to Sean's Live and Local Sessions. I'm going to be, uh, showcasing this first song here. It's a Gary Hicks cover, and, uh, I heard Gary sitting there playing on the guitar, singing this one day, and, uh, I listened closely to the words, and I thought to myself, I was like, that is a powerful song, and, uh. liked his take on what he was doing with the guitar and singing with it and I kind of adapted it a little bit. I think I sped it up a little bit uh, and uh, yeah I played it live there. uh, I'm not sure where we're playing at. It's either Old Town Grill or You Me Coffee and Tea. One of those two I I was playing at. So (laughs) forgive me if I don't remember exactly that that. (laughs) but uh the next song there is the nine minute inspired song and uh see if you can kind of catch what uh what I was doing with it because I really thought that one out and uh I mean I don't even know if you enjoy it or like it, or maybe you like math rock, I don't know, but that's kind of what I'm trying to do with that song, is I'm trying to create some math rock with it, so enjoy that, nine minutes of that, and then uh, we'll be back, and I got three more songs, and we'll, I'll talk about them in a minute
1: after these two,
0: all right, and without further ado, here you go. Yeah. song is called Mom's Dirty Bomb Mom's Dirty Bomb is about a person I know of that may have written a letter to the Pentagon in order to get her bomb that she designed over into Iraq to kill all the bad guys that's what this first song is about (laughs) Uh, and then the second song I chose is Badge for Name that's for your common working man out there really goes to work every day doesn't question nothing just you know sometimes you may maybe I'm bringing out the spirit of some people when they think about work and uh not in the most positive way but just the way it is um, and then the third song is called real beings and it is a song that I constructed like it's kind of like little hints of sayings that people say and uh, you tell yourself these things but really you don't know who you are behind all that even all your memories and everything So that's kind of what that song's about. So I'll shut up now and just let you enjoy
2: music. So
0: here you go.
1: What yeah. yeah. is We are a
0: I thought the way my guest and I exchanged our thoughts and ideals on the subject of religion was great. Sorry for the audio quality during the interview, but sometimes it's important to just get the message rather than focus on distracting sounds in background. We had a very limited window to interview in. Well, sorry again. I think the message speaks for itself. I uh, hope my take on the number nine was informative. I just want to bring awareness to the fact that number nine is in fact important. I'll be putting the Vortex-based math video about the number nine and a link in the, on the Sean Boy podcast page on my Facebook page. Sean Borsch, S H A W N B O R S C H. And that's Sean Borscht. That's my Facebook page. And uh, also, through my Sean Boy podcast page, I'll have other videos and pictures that go a little bit farther into the number nine than I do, and any other things I find for any of my episodes. Um, still can't remember where I was when I covered old Gary Hicks' gospel song there called Damnation. To me, a tale that could be true, right here on Earth. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed the three plus six song, yeah, string. Um, those last three songs were recent rehearsals I did to work out new ideas. Plus, got to got to. I'll be uh, looking to getting back to play some places, uh, but just gotta find the right fit for what y'all have been hearing if I get a show or two or there or whatever I'll talk about it and tell you the dates and stuff and maybe if you find it interesting what I'm doing what you've heard so far you come out and check me out live so uh, and plus not only that so for future thought I'll be trying to get out and play and interact with the local community to find bands or any other thing that is music-related that I hope will be great and give some other people I know some time here on my show. Um, you know, to showcase our wonderful southeastern musical community that we have here, Southeast Kentucky. Uh, well that's annoying for now guys and uh, also just a quick reminder on my social media shout outs here uh, I'm also on Spotify Breaker Podca- uh, Pocket Cast Apple Podcast Google Podcast, Radio Public and Stitcher so uh, you can find me all there also I'm, again I use the platform Anchor it's a free hosting site and I'm really glad that do this thanks to those guests. So, hope you enjoy my one hour show there. Or so, so join me next time when I'll probably have a guest, and it may be John Snyder. And uh, I just got to get up with him there for about 15 20 minutes or something, and uh, we'll make it happen. and uh... <laughs> I hope, uh, probably showcase some of John's stuff that he's done and that I've collaborated with him on. <laughs> I really, I listened to some of the stuff that me and him did on the road. And, well, local around here in town and stuff on the road. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I hope to have him on the next episode in episode seven. So stick around, stay tuned uh, as you learn some more about good old Southeast Kentucky. Again, it's been the Sean Boycast, I'm signing off on do this episode 7 stuff. Amen.